Hey everyone, Bridget here. I'm just dropping in a little mini episode, a little taste since you guys probably miss me. For those of you who've never listened, I'm Bridget. I am the host of the Solidarity podcast, the podcast about modern day singleness. We want people to know that if they're not alone, or if they're alone, they're not really actually alone. And yeah, feel free to browse all of our other episodes. If you're not new here, hi guys. I know, I know. We haven't put any episodes up. I have one that I need to edit and one that I need to record. Actually, there's two that I need to record. And so please be patient with me because this is my craziest time of year. And obviously, Kelly and I went on the Camino. Kelly did the whole shebang, and I did the last bit of it. I ended up getting to hike 165 miles through mountains, and that's what hiking is, Bridget. Um, (laughs) Basically, I'm just coming in to say summer was awesome. It was crazy. Started on that highlight and had a really normal summer, which was awesome, And now school has started again, and so I'm back with the students and in my last semester before I get to go on sabbatical. So some updates for me. I have zero time to date or really care about my singleness that much right now. If an opportunity presented itself, sure, why not? (laughs) But I was thinking about this today. I was like, I when would I even go on dates in this like couple month span of time? But you know, you make time for what you want to make time for. And it's not like those opportunities are presenting themselves, but I've stayed on dating apps. Like I haven't deleted them from my phone for like all summer and I've got nothing out of it. You guys heard about speed dating that happened. My roommate went speed dating, Christian speed dating, which funny enough, I've made a video like eight years ago, kind of joking around about Christian speed dating. And that was probably six years ago. Point is, she went, she's probably going on a date with a guy from that. So much luck to her. That's Dom. She's in the episode So Latina. So check that out if you haven't. But yeah, nothing's happened. And I tried putting that I like love Jesus looking for marriage, but these guys are not looking for, or at least they're not admitting that they're looking for marriage. I don't know. Right now I'm sitting in my kitchen alone, like externally processing all of this. And I don't know what to say. I think, and if you're a man out there, send me an email to answer this question. Do you feel like you need to have it all together before you can commit to something or like, is that what the fear of commitment is? Is that you're not, you haven't arrived yet because that's just like a false way of thinking. Um, and maybe us women just think love is worth it enough to take the risks, even though we haven't arrived at our own yet. (laughs) Some of us have. I can't say I have, but I'm definitely doing what I want to be doing in life. I definitely feel like I'm a hard worker and I'm successful in my own terms. But like, yeah, if you're a dude out there who 
you know, like is romantic, totally wants something, what stops you from taking a risk? What stops you from getting married or like going on a date? Because the way I see it, guys have it a lot easier than girls. But I also am a little skeptical. My mom's friends were over here on Saturday and they said I was too young to be as cynical as I am. I'm 29 and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm young, but also they don't live in this world. (laughs) I think two of them are still single. One of them, she's never been married, but she's like amazing and has a really good perspective about it. So, which is awesome. That's like the kind of thing you want. I should have put up the microphone with these women, but they were having a blast. They went wine tasting down here in Southern Arizona and just met all these fun people. And they were trying to, of course, you know, pitch me to this 45 year old guy. And I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Like he could drive a car when I was born. Like he was fully independent when I was being born out of my mom who he met. My mom's funny. She was like legit asking him, like, what do you do? Do you love the Lord? Like, (laughs) she's just funny. Anyway, all that said is that I just feel like guys can be really shallow, but, and I'm not saying I'm not, I think I'm kind of shallow, but I think back on all the guys that I've fallen in love with, they're not the hottest guys on earth. They really aren't. And so when it comes down to it, you know, you just have feelings for and connect with who you connect with. You know, there's not like a a set of rules or anything, but I just really believe that willingness is a big part of it. Like compatibility, I don't think is that hard, but I think willingness is the hard part. And I've, I've made many matches, as I've told you guys. And the thing that's been common about all of them is willingness. If you're willing to be open, willing to get to know someone, willing to fall in love, willing to fight for love. You know, all those things can make really great relationships. So that's what's going on in my head is that I know that like physically I'm not the guy's cup of tea. Like, is this the dead horse that I'm beating? Really? And I think I'm beautiful. Like there, I, I think I took the most gorgeous photo of myself last month that's ever existed. And I'm like, wow, great a hottie, you know? Um, and then the guys keep liking that on the dating apps. And I'm like, I do not look like that. Like ever. (laughs) I'm not trying to trick anyone, you know, all this to say, these are Bridget's thoughts. (laughs) Her end of summer thoughts going into the school year thoughts, post Labor Day thoughts. Anyway, so I've just come to tell you, here comes some more episodes in the next couple months before we really launch season three, maybe like one episode before we launch season three. Clearly I have no rhyme or reason when I do what I do and I don't have time to edit. So this is very unedited and you're welcome for that. The next little bit is a snippet from when I was on the Camino this summer. So I met up with Kelly and some of our friends in Spain in the first part of May to walk the Camino. And at this particular moment, I was alone. It was my first full day on the Camino. And I was waiting for my friends to arrive in this small town that they 
told me to meet them in. The funny thing is I got a, a bus ride to this town, but the people on the bus were trying to explain to me, jet-lagged Bridget, in Spanish, that their stop is not in the town. It's right outside the town. It's just still like in that area, but it would just be such a far walk. There'd be no way for me to, you know, actually, I mean, the whole thing is walking. That's the funny part of it. They just, they felt bad for me. So they legitimately drove me as close as they could, made a new stop, dropped me off on the Camino that walks right into the town. And I walked into the town, looked all around for different albergues, which are the pilgrim hostels along the Camino, found one. I feel like it was kind of a fancy one. Now now that I know what they're like, because I think I paid like 10 euro for it or something. Either way, I got settled in, took a nap because I was sick. And you'll hear this in this little snippet that I'm sick. And all these people didn't recognize me. And I was kind of weirded out that they were, because they were talking about me in Spanish and I understood. And um, the owners of the albergue were really sweet. And, um, but they were all weirded out that it was my first day in this tiny little town called Mancia. And I mean, everyone has their own Camino, which is sort of what I learned a few days in. Like, everyone kind of does it differently, and you could do it however you'd like. And that's what I really like about it, too. But they were like, why would you pick this place? And it just happened to be where my friends were going to be. So this is before I even started walking, before I knew the pain of walking more than 12 miles in a day, (laughs) before I did some of the most amazing, like, feats with my own body that I've ever done and yeah climbed mountains saw castles Kelly and I will talk about it in a different episode but it was a really good time it was really good for me to have a brain break a time away from all of the responsibilities of my life back home because when I'm here I'm really here like I'm I'm so present and I'm so trying to be there for everyone, you know? So it was awesome. And then I got to visit friends on the way home. And I keep mentioning this. I spoke with and recorded a conversation with um, my friends who I met during study abroad, who they were married when I met them. And they, I think it only just turned 19 or something. So I was, I was there visiting them nine years into their marriage, nearly nine years in. And just seeing how things have changed. I mean, they have two kids. They're the same. They're totally the same. But <laughs> but we're different. You grow up. You grow older. And you learn things. And I think that's what's really fun. So that's the thing I need to edit. And in the meantime, enjoy this little snippet. I think I might end the podcast there after you hear the snippet and not say anything else. So thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram as well, at Solidarity Podcast. You'll hear from us soon. So, 
I'm in Mancia de las Mulas, which is a town in northern Spain. Also the weirdest place to start, the Camino, I'll be honest. The owner of the albergue that I stayed at last night looked at my um, pilgrim passport and was like, why aren't there any stamps? But I just told him it's my first day. And he's like, here? And so... I slept here tonight and we'll sleep... Or last night and I'll sleep here tonight because... My group... Is... Meeting up with me. And the reason I'm recording is because I wanted to record some thoughts about being alone. Because I think that's a big part of... What I think about in my singleness is being alone. And I think there's a lot of single people out there who love being alone and thrive in that and are really independent. But I'm not. (laughs) But I've been forced into a lot of situaciones, situations. I'm like trying to speak Spanish more right now because I need to get my brain back in the Spanish mode. I'm sitting at this place where there's a bunch of um, pilgrims like getting on the Camino to go to Leon and it's actually kind of encouraging to see people leave past 8.30 even though I'm pretty sure my group won't do that. The earlier you get into a town, it seems, the better because you want to get a bed. So, I think my friends made some Spanish friends or something because they made a um, reservation for another place tonight. Oh, there's a water spigot. I am literally learning stuff by just sitting here. So, I'm alone. And, um, I'm sitting down in this little square on these maple benches that honestly the sap is like coming out of them, getting stuck to my jacket. And even though I'm saying I'm alone, there's all these people. But in the middle of the square is this cross with these statues of people. And everyone keeps taking pictures of them. And I'm probably in the background of people's pictures. It's super awkward. And honestly, I look probably pretty dumb. But people are taking photos with the statue. The statue is of a cross. And there's, like, statues of pilgrims at the foot of the cross praying. And where I'm at, there's a guy who's... who's kind of thrown himself not just sitting he's like laying there head in his arms you know like he's tired and he's in need of Jesus's mercy it's really sweet I stayed with a bunch of people who were French last night So I could barely tell what they were talking about. 
at breakfast and they didn't ask me my name. So that's negative points for the French. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the whole reason I decided I was going to record this is because when I was leaving the albergue I was the last person because I stayed till like the last minute and um, the couple who run, runs the albergue is so sweet and they gave me some lozenges they're like not really for for coughing they're more for like if you have strep or something like that who knows maybe it'll help supposed to help with infection so if I have an infection we'll see what happens point is when I was leaving they were so sweet to me they know I'm staying here today and I just kind of was like asking what I should do but it's a Sunday and these Spanish towns are quiet on Sundays probably church is the only thing that happens um and I was like, what should I do? <laughs> and they were like, you could go walk around. <laughs> There's a museum. I was like, all right. But they were just so sweet and they hugged me goodbye. And as I was leaving, I just started crying. It felt very weird. In fact, I still feel emotional. And I'm not sure why. And Nick's wife, Hannah, who went on this trip with him a couple years ago, and he's a part of the group coming to meet up with me, she said she cried every day. And I don't know that it was, like, just because of how much her feet hurt or, like, how hard it was. But part of me is just trying to be curious about myself and let myself feel my emotions. But there is something for me about being alone there's cars I'm sitting at this like perfect place for tons of cars to pass by um, yeah so I feel like when there's nothing to do and nowhere to go and no work to be done like I had no responsibilities and I'm alone I don't know if I can handle it so just like forcing myself to sit here on this bench for an hour and just like spend time in God's presence pray a little bit um, at this cross comes a huge oh my gosh it's a tractor <laughs> goodness gracious that's hilarious oh a man with a dog oh, it's a big German shepherd it's a sweetie Anyway, 
I'm reading this book called Finding Your Own North Star. And um, the first chapter is talking about your essential self versus your social self. And your essential self is the one who, like, does what you want to do. And your social self is the one who does what you think society wants you to do. And just even the fact that I'm talking in this low of a tone proves that my essential self is not winning. There goes another tractor type thing. It's Domingo, guys. Do not work. <clears throat> this big German Shepherd is so beautiful. It could kill me, probably. <laughs> there are people watching like me. Anyway, I think the author is trying to help people see the difference between what they've been taught to do and how they've been taught to behave versus um, like what they actually want to do. And what I actually want to do is talk in a normal tone and not worry what this guy and his dog think of me and make friends with anyone and stumble over my Spanish or just speak English and not care. <laughs> and just like not worry about what people think of me as I walk around their town. But you can't help but feel like an imposter when you're not from the place. Anyway, it's stuff like this that really helps you think about people who are in the minority or speak English as a second language in my country my country made up of tons of different types of people including a bunch of people who are descendants of the Spanish and the indigenous of both this world and that world both ancient worlds here comes the guy and his dog buenos dias Okay, if you heard that, the man just forced his German Shepherd on me and it was so sweet. <laughs> I'm really glad I took my allergy meds. <laughs> but that was so sweet. <laughs> uh, you know, I could believe that I'm not a dog person. 
but like I am kind of. I used to have a German Shepherd named Tiger. All right, I'm gonna stop talking. Anyway, I just wanted to record a little bit what I'm thinking about myself. And I'll probably slice a bunch of stuff together for a podcast episode because, you know, I think this is really good for the podcast. I'm glad Kelly and I are gonna meet up today. Sounds like she's a slow walker and I probably am too, so we're gonna have a great time on this Camino together. I cannot believe they've already been on it for so long. I'm so proud. All right, here I go.